Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Uh, space. Fucking space. And video games. (laughs) Hi, everyone. And space lizards with turtle shells on their heads. Hello, everyone. (laughs) My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Last Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. Yeah, the final one. Mm-hmm. No no more after this. The ultimate. This. Not the penultimate or even the anti-penultimate. It started with a game. You're gonna bust the record. But it wasn't just any game. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. And then, one night... Centauri's the name. We have to talk about a matter of utmost importance. Step into my office. I've seen him come and I've seen him go, but you're the best, my boy. Light years ahead of the competition. Hey. Alex didn't find his dream. So big thank you to uh, Vincent. Thank you. Vincent gave us a list of movies to choose from, and we decided this one. Yeah. Uh, which, um, a movie I hadn't seen before. Really? Had you? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I grew up watching this movie. Oh, okay. This was like, a, this was in steady rotation with, uh, in, not primary rotation. You know, it didn't it didn't make the, the top tier uh, rotation of movies like Jaws and Ghostbusters. Uh, but right. this was a solid mid-tier, along with, like, Fly the Navigator. Um, right. Yeah, I watched Fly the like, Navigator s- plenty. Like, like second-tier sci-fi fantasy rotation for me. So, like, I would watch this a lot uh, alongside, like, Crawl uh, movies right. like that. <laughs> movies that I would argue only a kid can enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, like uh, I mean... I mean, they are for kids. Yeah, I mean, not to come out of this too hot, but like, I didn't think this was a particularly good movie. Um, I disagree, and I realize right. some of that is uh, 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 a bit of nostalgia. Um, but I think I appreciate when I don't know. I think this is a fine sci-fi adventure movie for kids. Yeah, um, I enjoyed my time. Yeah, I like uh, I like getting in some like B movie schlock <laughs> into it. Because uh, this is a film directed by Nick Castle. <laughs> it sure is. Which, for people who don't know, is... Uh, well, he wrote Hook along with other things. Yeah. Uh, and he is also... He wrote Escape from L.A. and Escape from New York. A, yeah, John Carpenter uh, collaborator. And he was, he was Michael Myers. He continues to be Michael Myers. He continues to be Michael Myers. <laughs> and the new ones, He yeah. is the Michael Myers. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing. is I appreciate a, a bit of this movie... I think the movie itself is kind of uneventful. In the, it, 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 it feels 
yeah rushed almost like which is weird because it's like a regular movie length but like not to jump ahead but when they're like won't you stay with us uh it's your best friend um what's his name he's back and i'm like man you barely knew these people you were here for like a weekend centauri that's his name it's not when even they're like oh it's not centauri. even that long he's like oh centauri and it's like you, they're acting like he's fucking frodo at the end of lord yeah, of the rings and finally it's like, seeing gandalf again or some yeah. shit it's like this is a character that was on screen for 10 minutes um no yeah. it's this is the the main thing I noticed rewatching it this time is I hadn't seen it. I had seen this movie as an adult, but I hadn't seen it in like over 10 years. <clears throat> right. So the thing that really stuck out to me on this rewatch is sort of how small it is. Uh, it's very small. In spite of and it's being acting. OK, go ahead. Like it's big. Yeah. No, it's just. It, uh, yeah. That's well, it, it the is. Thing. It's 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 a. It's like a Roger Corman version of Star Wars uh, in yes. that it's like, uh, it's, you know, it's obviously it came out in 1984. <clears throat> it was one of the many uh, movies, the also rans that were trying to duplicate the success of Star Wars. Um, yeah, it, the beginning credits is them going to a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but like, even though it feels uh like it gives the artifice of being this huge sweeping space opera because it's about this intergalactic war uh and this emperor who has a hilarious scepter that he keeps wielding um and all of this space stuff and you know that's the no less than the fate of the entire universe is at stake it feels very very small um, like, it, it, yeah, it's so limited in that he literally is the last starfighter. There are no other starfighters. No, they it's all, just they him. All get blown up. It's just yeah. him, him and his lizard best friend in a and spaceship. A lot of it takes place on Earth. He refuses the call to adventure several times. Yeah, and like it's it's that that's what I mean. Is like the story itself is like he gets kidnapped uh, by like a, an old timey reporter alien. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets brought <laughs> to this place. dressed up like a Dick Tracy villain. Yeah, it's so weird. And then he gets brought to this place and he's like, no, I don't want to do this. And they bring him back home. And then once they're home, he gets like attacked and they're like, they're never going to stop attacking you. And he's like, okay, I'll do this. And then he goes out and they get in the big ship and they just fly in a straight line, basically encounter a couple of ships on the way and then just blow up the mothership he never really like encounters the villain there's no like luke skywalker fighting vader (laughs) he never you know there's nothing like that yeah Yeah. and so it feels small not just in the events but in like the drama yeah and and so and 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 again it feels like it takes place over a weekend because it does it literally does yeah and then at the end two nights they they try to treat the ending of like, what a grand adventure we went on. And it's like, you barely went into it, space. It feels like the beginning of an adventure. Like this would be the first yeah. thing he would do, right? Is have to go to this outpost and fend off this invasion by himself. And then that's, that's like the end of act one. Yeah. Right. And then, so it, it, were, yeah. then it would get into, or maybe act two, but then, then like the rest of the movie would start, but that's where this movie ends. Right. It just feels very small. Uh, and, and and that's i don't know that's i'm sure yeah for kids it's fun but watching it as an adult i was just like generally unimpressed <laughs> by the plot oh, yeah. and like the the characters are there's no real like they, they well, don't there's no like friendships or like real connections no. with any of the characters no they just he gets teamed up with well the thing i want to say is i think the best character in this movie is beta his the robot double 
Uh, yeah, he's a lot of fun. And honestly, that, that's like that's the most fun part of the movie is is Beta trying to like be normal teenager Lance guest so nobody suspects and he's just terrible at it. Right. But it's also That would have been its own its own movie. That would have been so much fun. Yeah, it's a neat take on the idea because it's not just it's not that he's like behaving like Spock or behaving like a robot. Like he has a human personality with like a tinge of robotness. It's that he's irritated that he has to be a robot duplicate, which ends up being really funny in a lot of these scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wrote down. Yeah, I wrote down the line where I say, "I'm kind of new at these gland games." He says to the woman he's trying to make out with. Yeah. Um, yeah, they ruin his life. Basically, this guy at a trailer park who's the son in Jaws: The Revenge. He sure is. Um, he gets a t- he gets is, I think mauled by an invisible lion in the X Files. Yeah, I do. I do believe he does. Yes. Some shit. Um, Some shit. And so he uh, he is at this like really awesome looking um, trailer trailer park. park. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's having a great time. Mm-hmm. It's a community. Um, and there's a oddly placed arcade machine that he plays um, and he beats the high score and everybody is into it. They gather the whole trailer yeah. park. The and entire I was like, neighborhood is gathered yeah. around fucking lance guest playing this last starfighter arcade right. game because nothing cre- it's, happens there yeah it's it's early twitch you know like yeah. it's like hey let's all go mm-hmm. yeah it's very funny because it's like old people and stuff like yeah. oh he's he's beaten the high score there is there and is so, less than nothing to do in this trailer park yeah yeah <laughs> And so we learned that the video game is actually a recruitment system for starfighters yeah. in space that this weird old gr- grifter looking guy shows up in a car and picks him up and they go to space. Yeah. We learn we learned that he was not supposed to do this, which I like. Right. I the, like the, that they're like, well, you did what? You put a video game on Earth? What the fuck is wrong with you? And it's like he's been doing it through history like they hint at it. They said, yeah. oh, it's you're up to your old Excalibur tricks again. He's like, no, it's not a sword this time. It's a video game. Yeah, it's really silly. He wasn't supposed so, to do yeah. this on Earth, is the point, because Earth is not yeah. part of, like, the Federation or whatever. And his reasoning yeah. is, well, Earth is in danger, too, so why not? Right. But he essentially kidnaps him. Uh, and they <laughs> sure replace him with a horrifying robot. When they show it first in bed, it's like assimilating it's, his form. It's like growing skin and organs. So it's just yeah. this it's just this monstrosity in his bed. It's this like terror gumby. <laughs> I, I Google it or something. Look up the scene, folks, because if you don't know what we're talking about, it is a horrifying yeah. when I saw it, I, w- I jumped. I was like, fuck it's my, my like it's terrifying. Yeah, it's my favorite aspect of this movie is, you know, it's directed by Nick Castle, who's a John Carpenter collaborator. So that's like there's some Carpenter esque shit will creep into this yeah. movie from time to time. And it's I honestly that I sh- think it should not be in it. But all kids. Fine. No, I disagree. I disagree. Hardcore. All kids should yep. be exposed. To, That's true. To All kids John need Carpenter. to learn. They need to learn fear early. Yeah. They need to learn disquieting B movie horror bullshit. Right. Also, <laughs> when he picks him up, he just gets out of the car and he's like, "Hey, do you know who beat that video game?" And he's like, "Oh, I did." And so he kidnaps him, and that was funny to me because he's literally just asking someone. Yeah, he's not like there's no like technology to identify right? him. Right, like that machine he's just word. It's he like, could have been lying, that guy. Right. It's so it's this complicated recruitment tool from Beyond the Stars. So you'd think it at the very least would like take a picture of you, like ATMs, ATM machines do right. that. Right. 
Like, no, what? he just has to go down <laughs> near the machine and ask around. And ask if anybody knows who's, who's the person who beat the high score. Yeah, that's so silly. Like, what yeah, if he had? If it was like a a mall arcade, and there well, was exactly. like so like, many people. Like he said, his that machine wasn't even supposed to get delivered to this trailer park. It was supposed to get to Las Vegas. So imagine if it had been in Las Vegas, and he's just wandering through the fucking strip trying to figure out who played this right. game. Yeah, and the person could have gotten on a plane that <laughs> afternoon. You know, right. like that's such a dumb recruitment. They could be from technique. Manitoba for all he knows. Yeah, just in exactly. Ve- just in Vegas for a vacation. Yep. Uh, so he goes up, meets these balding aliens. They all have the haircut of a police chief. Yeah. They're. I don't know how to, else to describe. It. They have balding gray hair. They have. They uh, have men and women. They have uh, eccentric toy inventor hair. Yeah, it, they really do. Yeah. It reminds me of like this island Earth, where they're like, yes. we're just going to make the aliens have stupid hair. Yeah, and, and giant foreheads. Yeah, because these aliens also have giant bulbous foreheads. They do. They got that prop from Star Trek there, the laser thing that's in uh, like five Star Trek episodes. It was sure. nice to see it. Um, and yeah, they they learned that the old timey reporter alien wasn't supposed to do this. Um, this was smart. Is they do a moment? They do the refuse the first refusal of the call to adventure by the villain showing up on like it's it kind of reminds me of um galaxy quest actually yeah where he like shows up and then on the screen he's like i found your informant and he just melts the man's brain while he screams yeah and it is again horrifying yeah his eyeballs melt out of his skull yeah and parental guidance yep yeah (laughs) guidance incredible film yeah more so our kids movies should do this (laughs) yeah and I like that he's just like, I'd like to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring him home and they're like, Did you oh, notice damn it. All right. one of the aliens, the, one of the other, st- I'm so bummed that all the starfighters just sort of die immediately because one of the starfighters is no joke, just Zoidberg. I was about to say, there's so many Zoidbergs. Yeah, the guy <laughs> whose tentacle foot he steps on just looks like Zoidberg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so they, when they introduce these are the other starfighters, and he leaves. I'm just like, oh, those guys are doomed. This isn't, this isn't the last starfighters. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so yeah, they all get killed in an attack. While he goes to Earth, he learns about his doppelganger, um, who is ruining his life. Yeah, like he's fucking up his relationship again. They're like, they kidnapped him, and just they're ruining his life. Uh, and, uh, he gets attacked by, I don't know, the pit monster from evil dead from RV of darkness. Yeah. It's a real uh, cool, a real, a real fucking bungus looking goblin monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It made me laugh so hard when one of them uses the binoculars. It's just like, you don't know how to use those. <laughs> my You're favorite, a monster. My You're favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind yeah. of a Baraka. It's like a, it's like a goldfish Baraka. Yeah. Um, so it, it, my favorite thing is that um, we hear it, it's a specific type of alien that's like this master assassin, and it like gets its, uh, I I think it like beams into, uh, it possesses some rando or something. There's there's a some thing that they show where this alien can like take over other people's bodies, but it can also just be its Baraka face. Right. So. It, the point is, is it's got this laser gun. It's this, like this highly advanced assassin. 
Um, so we see it arrive, and then Alex highly is just, advanced yeah, highly, assassin. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I said that. I chose those words carefully. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when he walks uh, down to the to investigate whatever noise it was, like the assassin alien is just hiding on the latticework above him and just kind of reaches its hand down at him like rar. It's like why didn't you why didn't you shoot him, Lee Harvey? What yeah. are you doing up there? <laughs> what is that here? about? <laughs> like it attacks so him like silly. a monster underneath the bed. It's very strange. <laughs> it's it like is. it's like it's like if if they um, introduced Boba Fett, you know, uh, and then like where it's like this, all this mystique about like the, oh, this, this ultimate badass tactical uh, magician or whatever. And he just like hides in a closet to like yeah, scare yeah, yeah, somebody. Yeah. It's so silly. It's very, very funny. <laughs> it is just, just it, hide, uh, just like a little monster, a little gremlin. Little gremlin assassin. Like I'm, yeah. I'm gonna wait up here Ridiculous. when he when he when he when he comes down to play the game, and then I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna scare him. I'm, be I'm like, gonna rar. I'm him. gonna be like rar. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a heart attack. <laughs> give him a real uh, a good rar. Yeah. So that yeah, it, it's so weird because it felt like we were like almost forty minutes in at this point. We are. Right? We are. And there was no star fighting. He doesn't. <laughs> he like, doesn't get into the starfighter. I think until an hour in, and it's like yeah. we have about thirty minutes of the movie left at that point. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous because it's all just like him again refusing the call to adventure. Even when he gets in the starfighter, he's like, "I don't want to do this." And it's like, "Dude, you're already in you're here." You're in the starfighter. Yeah. Yeah, you. I. There's point of no return, man. Point of no return. I, so, I. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to continue the. Um, yes. Okay. Plot. They. Uh, so he learns that they really fucked up his life. Um, he. Uh, he realizes also that these monsters are going to keep coming after them. Um, they extort him. They're like, "Look, these monsters are now going to keep coming to try to kill you. Well, also, you got a star fight for us." And it's like, "Motherfucker, fix this. You kidnapped me in the night." replace me with a robot and then put a fucking target on my head right all and i all thought i, I was, was doing a high score yeah. in a video game i just thought i was playing a video game like he's got college plans he's got a girlfriend you know it's like right. he's got a life down here right. and they're like nope you're part of this now because you beat this video game we put which is literally yeah, the this... only thing to do in your neighborhood is play yeah, this video since... game centauri royally fucked him because again all the other starfighters signed up for it yeah so he should be pissed and it makes it even weirder where at the end he's like centauri you're back and it's like why do you like you this have guy? no relationship yeah the yeah. other the other the aspect only relationship is this is guy who ruined your life yeah the other aspect of the uh baraka alien getting down there is that in the in the firefight before they take him out he shoots centauri so like centauri yes. ends up dying and there's sort of like this, uh, like Alex feels bad about it. So it's like, well, I, I, you know, I owe it to Centauri to, to do this. But it's right. like, do you? You guys didn't do have you? a relationship. Also, Centauri gets shot. They're driving in space there. And he's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then he just like, he just like slowly dies while parking the car. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just like, well, he that's his fault. And then at the end. So, spoiler, Centauri shows back up and he's like, you were dead. And he's like, oh, no, I was never in danger. It was just like your your primitive human mind thinks death is this. But really, I was just re like regrowing my body. Yeah, like, he was like hibernating. Well, could, why? Like, shouldn't someone tell him that? Right. Like, because when he dies, everybody's sad. And his lizard sidekick is sad. And someone could say, like, 
oh, he's not actually dead. <laughs> right. He's fine. Like his lizard sidekick, Grig, who we have to spend a lot of time talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could have said something at any point, but just allows Alex to continue thinking that Centauri has died, probably to guilt blackmail him yeah. into flying the starfighter. Right. At the end of this movie, when they're like, you have to stay. The realistic thing that I wish the movie did was him go, nope, nope. fuck all of you. Yeah. I'm leaving. This is you all take me you home. get from me. Yeah. And I t- I'll tell you another thing. I'm calling a lawyer. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know how I'm going to work that out, but you're getting, you're getting sued yeah. for this. You fucks. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, so Centauri dies. Um, he decides to um, be, be, be a be a starfighter right um and then he and so grig sort of reveals as they're taking off that he is the they you're right every step of this movie is them like basically press ganging alex (laughs) like they're they're abducting him and tricking him uh, like emotionally manipulating him at every chance because he waits until they are launching uh, into space in their starfighter to let Alex know that all of the other starfighters are dead and he is yeah. the only one. Yeah, and he'll probably die. He says as they're launching, he says death is a primitive concept. And it's like, I don't want to hear that while, <laughs> while launching from the spaceship. Um, and when what he says like to further, Ill, it's like, oh, your tiny human minds, death is so primitive. Well, I prefer to think of it as they're, they're fighting evil in another dimension. And it's like, excuse me? That's... yeah. That's less primitive. <laughs> this like, is cult shit. Yeah, this is that's cult like, shit. that is crazy. It's like, oh, yeah. death is, I <laughs> prefer to think that they're in some land. It's, I don't know. It's just. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like you, you naive humans thinking about heaven. No, that's not where we go. We go to a candy world. Right. It's a very obviously. childish view of the afterlife. <laughs> like, yeah. that he dumps on him it's like no oh, you earthlings are are so afraid of death we believe that death is just where you continue to fight skeletor it's like okay take me yeah. home take me home right. right now this guy has to register as they're launching that his co-pilot is unhinged yeah. <laughs> that his co-pilot there's something wrong like every step of the way it's this it's it's like uh, it's like what the fuck did you say to me launch we're in space and it's like <laughs> fuck and Grig is this first of all Grig is played by the old man from Robocop which is yeah. a, just an incredible choice yeah and to, to be to, to be clear not Ronnie Cox the old man like the guy that's in charge of OCP at the end right. that fires Ronnie Cox that Robocop can then shoot him out of the window and get his arms to grow all along right. um so it's 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 the old man from Robocop in a lizard suit <laughs> Uh, yep, which is, sure is. with a turtish, turtle shell on his head, basically ridiculous. Um, and his like his caught like his catchphrase is this wheezing laugh that at no point yes. in the film ever becomes endearing, but he keeps yes. doing it. He does it like forty six times. In the it's film. so weird. I love when he he's he talks about his family and he says. Uh, he refers to his wifeoid and 6,000 little gringlings. <laughs> and he's like, okay, man. Look, I know George Lucas got away with this shit, but it's not working out here. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Do you live in a nonsense. fucking ant farm? Like, what? <laughs> what are this you is talking nonsense. about? They've introduced us to such nonsense. And again, I get it. George Lucas has a fucking werewolf hanging out with Satan <laughs> yeah. in the... 
And it's every, like we, we every, somehow allowed that to happen. Every page of like, Star Wars is complete bullshit. <laughs> but he right. got away with it. He was, yeah, he was the argue, one who got away with it. I would argue single-handedly because of Carrie Fisher. And um, I mean, Mark Hamill's great. But I would argue Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford are the reason that movie works. Yeah. Because they have heavy charisma and we like them as opposed to this movie where it's like there's not much charisma. It's just all the, the bullshit. The most charismatic character is the robot version of Alex. It's yeah. beta. Yeah. And, and we yeah, and we cut away to him at home taking off his own head, dealing with trying to run Alex's life, life while those fucking dildos are chasing them. So that's the B story. Yeah. It's so weird. My, the B story is this woman almost fucking a robot. Yeah, it's, it's Alex's girlfriend who's just getting gaslit by this fucking space robot yeah. who is so irritated that he has to do this. Um, right. And it, my, then? it culminates in him driving... <laughs> Begrudgingly kamikazing... <laughs> i can't like get it out it's okay okay so what happens is a second baraka alien shows up and takes control of of a cop so he's like possessed the body of a cop and is coming after who he thinks is alex but is actually beta Um, right and alex um i i this was my favorite scene is he can't get the fucking right with this lady and he finally goes okay listen i'm a robot yeah like beta's not that's one of my favorite aspects of this character is he's not terribly interested in keeping right. this a secret he, like he just flat out is was, taking his head off and working on it in front of his little brother he's like oh, you're yeah you're having a nightmare it, go to sleep right and it really can't much like these assassins these trained assassins this is his only job yeah he was designed to t- assume someone's identity mm-hmm. uh as a distraction and he is so bad at it it's like bender like he's he really he's is kind of like, bender yeah yeah He's just like complaining the whole time. It's like, why did you get this? Why did they design you to be bad at this? <laughs> they, they designed they designed him to have self awareness. Yeah. So like he yeah. he is aware of what he is, and I, I I'd be honest, I'd be frustrated with that too. I'd be like, this yeah. is bullshit. I'm gonna half ass my way through this robot decoy right. job. And he really does. He really, he really does. Half asses. He, he is phoning it in. The, he is he is showing up to work drunk. Yeah. Um, so what happens is they're they're at a at a at the lake with their friends, um, and this Baraka alien shows up and just shoots Beta right in the stomach, exposing his unholy innards. Um, so yeah, and- Maggie, the girlfriend, can see that he's a robot. So he's like, "Okay, yeah, listen, I'm I'm just a robot. I, I can't well, no. I can't keep this facade up anymore." Alex is in the what stars. Happens, what happens is he first. Oh, right, says, he tells I'm her that robot. first. And the yeah. the ro- and the the alien hears, and so the alien realizes, oh, Alex is still in the stars. But he says that, and she's like, "What?" And then he gets shot, and his robot guts go, and he just looks down and goes, "See?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was very funny. Yeah, his like, reaction yeah, is like, robot. "Yeah, what are you gonna do?" Yeah, see that? Yeah. So he has to catch up. Green goo and and cables spilling out of yeah. my stomach. But he has to catch up with Baraka, who knows now that he's a decoy. And so Baraka gets to his spaceship and he is messaging the bad guys. And uh, yeah, what happens there? Beta steals the pickup truck of the friend who drove them down to the lake. Um, they, they drive up to the spaceship and then Beta looks at Maggie's like, OK, we're going to we're going to ram it. So you're going to we're going to have to jump out of the car. OK, get ready to jump. Uh, and 
they he like is 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 revving it up. They're screaming down the the road at the spaceship. Maggie's like, okay. Maggie jumps out of the car, Beta stays in it, and just plows into the spaceship, and everything fucking explodes. Dave. He en- he ends his miserable existence yeah. <laughs> in a ball of cleansing fire. Yeah, it is <laughs> a huge explosion. Yeah, I don't know what was wrong with that spaceship. I have no idea why the truck or the spaceship would have exploded like that, but they do, and it rules. It does rule. (laughs) I just love this glorious maniac robot. He he spends the whole movie pissed off that he's a robot, and then just fucking ends it all in a blaze of fucking fire. (laughs) It's incredible. And then no one misses him. Right, and then (laughs) he cuts to like Maggie. Back at the trailer park, uh, not not immediately, but a few scenes later, we see Maggie back at the trailer park, and like everybody's like, "Where's Alex?" And Alex's mom, like, so she hasn't told anyone yet. No, and like Alex's it's really mom funny is like, because... "Where's Alex?" And she's like, "Well, you see the thing about Alex," <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't get to finish that sentence because uh, you know this is the end of the movie. Alex lands in a spaceship, and the whole story's real. Right, but like but she would have, she would have had to. I I want to know how she was going to finish that statement. Like, uh, Alex, you see, uh, rammed our friend's truck into a police car (laughs) and he exploded. And now he's currently his his body is currently roasting on the highway, but a mile away (laughs) from here. So this imposter robot shows up, ruins Alex's love life and fakes his death. (laughs) That's what we're seeing. (laughs) What's what's wild to me about that arc is that. They seem to establish, like, he has a relationship with Alex's young brother, with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I assumed he was going to be, like, a buddy at the end. Right, like, he was going to stay there, maybe, while Alex goes to fight. I don't know. Yeah, something. They would, uh, yeah, maybe introduce a robot version of the girlfriend, because, spoilers, he goes ahead and kidnaps her to space, uh, which I want to talk about. He doesn't kidnap her, she goes with him. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, like, she's almost doesn't. She's not quite... She's When he's like, come with me to space, she's like, fucking what? Like, I have a life. And then on a whim, she's like, ah, I'll go go," at the last minute. I mean, honestly, I I, I get it. Yeah, but, like, what if he dies, like, in the next week, and then she just is in space and doesn't know anyone? Maybe, I hope Grig would at least take her home. Yeah, that's true. Um... He'd be so, doing his stupid wheezing laugh the whole whole way home, yeah. telling her about his six thousand gringoids or whatever he called them. <laughs> what do you yeah. call them? As, gring, gringoids, I gringlings, think. As, gringlings. Gringlings. His gringlings. wifeoid and gringlings. That's what it was. Yeah, but like, <laughs> Jesus. but like, it's just like I, again. There's no reason he should want to stay with them. These gaslighting aliens. Um. Yeah, and so you just expect something to happen with this robot, but no. He just sil- silently, wordlessly kills himself. Right. He's uh, like the closest. It's so amazing. He's like the closest thing to a Han Solo in this movie. Yeah. And he's just like, I want out. I, I want, I out. want out, I out of all I need this. out of this film. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to ram and- this cop at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> Valhalla. And so the alien, the, 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 the other little dildo, sent right before he exploded, he was able to tell the enemy Alex is... And then he explodes and they assume the enemy just assumes you mean he was going to say Alex is dead. So they're like, ha ha victory. Well, the, the, the evil emperor who is named Zur, uh, who is mm-hmm. walking around with a very funny scepter, uh, insists that it means victory. But there's a second 
group of like villainous aliens that are like kind of the Klingons, basically. It, it, yeah, they, they this have was a real, weird. They have a real dynamic of like in Star Trek Generations when Malcolm McDowell has these Klingons working for him, so he's ordering them around, and they're kind of sick of his bullshit, but they know they have to kind of do what he says. That's what this movie has. Yeah, it, so but like it this, doesn't this have it that of, well. Not not as well, but it's clear like these other aliens are more competent than this dipshit emperor is, but they have to do what he says. So like, yeah. well, he says, yeah, the last Starfighter's dead. That means it's safe to attack. And they're like, well, it probably doesn't, but fine. <clears throat> the straw that breaks the camel's back was weird to me because they're basically, they reveal like, oh, Alex is alive. And in battle, the aliens are like, you're fired. And it's like, oh, okay. Like they, it's it's like yeah, they're just looking for an excuse to get rid of him. Yeah. basically. and then he's. I, I believe he scampers away to an escape pod, right? Like they. Yeah, they really, I think they wanted. They to really set up thought a he was going to be their Darth Vader, even though he yeah. sucks and it's not interesting yeah. in any way. Yeah, like you said, they're like whimsical toy makers. Like yeah. he he he's he's the most whimsical and dumb of them all. Yeah, with his stupid hair. <laughs> uh, he looks like a and, sh- yeah, fucking <laughs> his yeah. fucking Geppetto hair. Yeah, it's ridiculous. With his so, yeah. ridiculous scepter that they keep. I don't know if they. I don't know what they thought this scepter was going to be, but they really linger on it in several shots, and it just looks dumb they, as hell. Yeah, I don't know what they thought any of this was going to be. It's so. Like they thought the that was going to be the new lightsaber. I don't know. Yeah, the scepter is like. Imagine. God, how do you describe this? It just looks like they stuck a bunch of bullshit yeah, it onto looks, a scepter. Yeah, it looks like uh, 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 it's like uncomfortable and spiky. And yeah, it's like, it just it looks like a flashlight with some wings glued to it, and you press a yeah. button, and a very obviously plastic knife comes out. Yeah, it's like an alien sex toy or something. Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. it looks like a, it so, looks like a dragon's dildo. Yes, it does. Um, so yeah, uh, doppelganger Alex has kamikazed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so regular Alex is out in space and again, not much has happened. They, so the space stuff is by the way, CGI, they have these CGI models that, you know, I'm sure were very impressive at the time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think I they read have these... like along with Tron, this was one of the first movies to have fully yeah. computer generated special effects. This was probably amazing to see when it came out. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of looks like an old video game. <laughs> yeah. Which whatever, which is fine, yeah. But like, yeah, they do a bunch of bullshit. Like, it's a bunch of bullshit, right? Where it's like we have to blow up these things, and it's like, he blows them up, and they're like, yes. And like, I I don't know what's going on. Uh, they finally get to the mothership, and uh, they fight the mothership. And this is the problem: is there's nothing. So like, you look at Star Wars. Star Wars, it's like there's this tiny anus, right? And we have to shoot it exactly, and so we have to go in this trench. Mm-hmm. So they. They knew to be like you there's this and then there's this and this. They don't have that here. So it's kind of just CGI ships shooting lasers at each other until they decide that one of them won. That's what it feels like. Pretty much but- like they do the mothership thing where he shoots a specific target on the mothership and now all of their little tiny fighters can't operate. Right. So they do that bullshit and then like the mothership yeah. He, he tricks the mothership into like chasing him and it gets caught by the gravity of a moon and pulled into the moon and crashes. He, and then he, we have a delightful line where the bad guys are in the ship going towards the moon and he says, what do we do? And the other guy flips down his visor. Yeah, he's got like a cool little 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 like tactical eye visor that's yeah. flipped down before when, he, when, it, he, when they wanted to punctuate him saying something cool. 
Yeah, he flips it down like he's going to say, time to rock. But instead he says, we die. And then they <laughs> and do. They do, and they die. They do. <laughs> they just accept their fate, the bad guys. They're just like, well, time to time to die. Yeah. You know, it makes, you know, it's like they're Klingon-esque. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. a Klingon thing to do. But again, we don't spend enough time with anybody that it, no. it feels, yeah. So they blow up and um and then um <laughs> and that's that's it. <laughs> like, that's, that's it. it. But there's there's some shit here. There's some shit still. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying like I that's talk as about... far as the adventure, that's it. That's it. He lands and everybody's like you did it. And this is where they say like we have a surprise for you, an old friend. And this robot approaches and it and it picks up this piece of fabric and like a magic trick, it covers its face and when it and I was, I was, so when they said an old friend and he covered his face, I had no idea who they could be referring to. <laughs> I don't know. You I'm didn't like, recognize the alien from, there's a, there's a scene when he's, when Centauri is first driving Alex up to the Starfighter base. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where, yeah, he, where he looks he like He takes his face off to like polish his eyeballs or whatever. And you see his right. little alien face. Yeah. But at this point, when I heard old friend, basically, I was like, right. who could that be? <laughs> On earth. Could it possibly yeah, it, be? I thought it must be like his brother or his girlfriend. Like it was like someone from, you know, an old friend, someone that he knows. And then it wipes its face and it's Centauri. And he goes, Centauri. Oh, and it was like, wait, what? Yeah, you didn't have a relationship. <laughs> he really didn't. Like, I can't stress that enough. Centauri was basically a cab driver. <laughs> like they yeah. had, ver- they they said maybe like, you know, a few words to each other during this movie. It's not much. I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Well, they thought it was uh, they thought it was Obi Wan. Um, they really did, but it's an old man dressed as a detective, <laughs> and it's like there's 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 he's, nothing Obi Wan about. He's this. dressed like Peter Falk. <laughs> yeah, he is. He absolutely is. And it's like, what what even is this? Um, but like, the, yeah, the idea that they're, they're like taking this victory lap at the end. Like, we did it. Look yeah. at all the care. You remember your beloved character, Centauri. You remember Centauri. You guys will be happy he's back. It's like, yeah, oh. and it was like no, not at all. Um, it's so fucking <laughs> weird. And then they're like, time to stay. And he's like conflicted. And it's like, why are you conflicted? Go home, man. You've been kidnapped for a weekend. Go oh, home. No, it's, it's go back home because we learn he doesn't get the loan he needs to go to college so he's just gonna go to he, go to space yeah so he he knows he's just gonna be stuck in this trailer park for the foreseeable future it's like either that or i can go to space and be a cool starfighter like i'd probably yeah. pick cool starfighter listen i'm not yes uh, well so i don't know if i'd be a starfighter but like this is so here's what the problem is for me is in theory the idea of going to space, you know, end of Close Encounters, you know, like where he goes on the ship. I get that. I get the idea of stepping into the unknown and wanting to. The end of Mission to Mars, you know, like yeah. I would do that stuff. And what makes that stuff appealing in those movies is the unknown so- side of it, where it's like we don't see it. The problem with this movie is it shows us immediately. And I would argue in this movie, space sucks. It's we, it's boring. We don't. The aliens yeah. suck. Everybody gaslights you. They don't have a. They don't have a moment. Everybody's where they wearing show, like, how, beige. Yeah. Everybody looks Nothing like a cigarette it. ad. There's no holodeck. No. Nothing about it makes it seem appealing. 
they don't do they don't have a fun and games moment where he's like what's this gizmo do or like some robot is like fun and like shows him around there's none of that it just looks shitty and so like i would if i were him i would just stay at the trailer park because i i have no interest in the space that they're offering me in this which is like weird old men in makeup making me battle other weird old men in makeup yeah it's like you know what we're all set here yeah the best thing he has going for him is that girlfriend and so at the end when he flies down and he awkwardly introduces all the aliens to his trailer park just and they're all just just like night yeah 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 they're just like nice to meet you like they're shaking hands it's really weird and then he's like okay i just came here to say goodbye i'm going back up and then he's like and to take you with me to his girlfriend which again very presumptuous of him well to be like you should also come to space with me and this will be your life he does he doesn't he i do appreciate that he gets to the you know they have the back and forth it's like you should come with me i want you to come with me and she's like well i don't know that's a huge thing to ask what am i do about my grandmother Uh, and at the end of it he just sort of says um well i'm asking you to come with me um he basically makes it clear that the decision's up to her. He doesn't like pressure her further. Oh than no, that, absolutely. Which I, I appreciated it, that. Yeah, but it's still like, God, why would she ever want to? Yeah, because I, I don't know. Imagine, I mean, again. imagine going to space with your high school girlfriend. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's like, the thing. Yeah, there's no the the grandma is just like, oh, go on, dear, and it's like the grandma should be like, absolutely fucking not. Like, oh, not go like to space, space is cool. Yeah. Like, space is cool, but you're making a life decision that is not going to pan out. Like, that's my argument, is yeah. that they're not, they're going to break up in a year, and then she's just going to yeah, be in you're space. Being space. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably, but, probably pretty again, cool. I would argue that space sucks in this universe. Yeah, what we see of it. But she hasn't yeah. seen any of that yet. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know so how like, much it sucks. I, again, it's the same situation where it's like, I'm still like 90% sure I would have picked to go to space. I know it's just she's gonna be it's gonna be a month from now she will broken up with him or he dies in a in a star fight yeah and she's gonna or be like sitting a at a space bar. measles or something yeah some dumb shit yeah. she's gonna be sitting at this beige colored bar mm-hmm. with fucking Peter Falk looking Centauri yeah. being like you still got your buddy Centauri and she's gonna wonder where where it all went so wrong yeah but she's not gonna wonder because where it all went so wrong is when she went to space with her high school boyfriend. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. She could probably get a ride home from Centauri. <laughs> or I from hope. Greg, maybe. I hopefully. hope, but you never know. I mean, the only thing we see Centauri do is drive back and forth from Earth in this movie. Yes. But so it's clearly, clearly he's up for the trip. Yeah. So. But he could die of a fucking, he'll die of fucking alcoholism or something soon enough. Fucking Centauri. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just such a weird ending. it is very so he, strange he, yeah he abducts her and they go to space and and that's the end of the movie and it's like it, again it's the fact that at the end they take this victory lap like yeah back into the adventures but like i never liked the world they created right it never felt this like this huge sweeping incredible adventure it's like so narrow you know yeah um i mentioned this island earth I would argue this island Earth is a more epic adventure than this movie. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's about bigger ideas. 
Yeah. Um, a, a, anyway, like it's it's this island Earth is not actually that bad of a movie, even though they do it on it's not, Mystery Science yeah, Theater. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just dated. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. This was fun. I had fun, but it's just like I know why this. I know why there's no Last Starfighter two. Yeah. Yeah. This didn't make that much money. <laughs> yeah, I get I get the nostalgia for it for sure. Is just watching it as an adult. I was just like this this world building sucks. Yeah. It like really the does. world. Yeah. The world that they've, they've created is, a, is like, it's, I, a, I would never want to live here. Nothing about this. Like it's, I'm banking on, like, I keep saying I would go to space, but that's like me now. And my current understanding of space, like the version of space they paint in this movie is not appealing. You are a hundred percent correct. It is like yeah. the most unappealing adventure to go on. It really is. It's just they sit in a cockpit for a while. Yeah. It's like this is this kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very funny movie. Yeah, I love it. I love this era of of movie making where everybody was trying to find their own Star Wars and it resulted in just some of the most batshit things ever filmed. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible work. Incredible. <laughs> Fucking wild film. I have nothing uh, else to say. <laughs> I, I, don't. I don't have anything else to say either. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll watch this movie again, but it, I'll probably have to forget the movie first. It's it's easy to do. Like I I never retain every detail about this movie. Yeah, this fucking like wild I, I ass very, movie. I very often conflate Centauri and Grig into the same character. Yeah, for good reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're both old dudes like whenever it's gruff old dudes in a movie it's so funny to me yeah. that they d- decide that's the adventure well it's they're on. also they both serve the mentor function so they gave alex two mentors for some reason in this film yeah uh, yeah and they don't give either of them enough time like that's what should have happened right is lizard motherfucker should have died and then maybe he comes back because they have a bonding they actually have a bonding at least more than him and Centauri. Yeah. 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 Fucking movie. All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Vincent. Yeah. Vincent, thanks. thank you for creating a, you know, a list of stuff. And we chose this. We chose this movie. Yeah. Uh, I love your list. I'm excited to pick more stuff from it. Um, this was through our Patreon. And if you're interested, you can go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed you go on there there's exclusive podcasts like tom and jeff watch batman and fox Mulder's maniac and star trek the next futurama and Spielboys. those are all there for five dollars a month for ten dollars a month you can watch movies with their patrons every friday night um you know movies like steel mm-hmm. which i'm going to be pushing for and probably this one this seems like a movie and probably we would watch this one <laughs> on yeah friday. yeah um, we also have a store. Head over to GameplayUnemployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. Uh, so check that out. Yeah. You goofs. Yeah, do it for... You, you do, do it for the six for million the robot <laughs> Kringlings. Kringlings and the robot doppelganger <laughs> fucking doing a, doing a 9-11 on a spaceship. <laughs> Got his stomach <laughs> blasted open and just drove a pickup truck into a cop fucking amazing uh incredible character hero Good he's a him. hero i love beta yeah. they need to make a movie just about this character they <laughs> really needed to ah uh, sweet sweet beta we love you <laughs>